Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Welcome to Wheelmen of Genius. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Wheelmen of Genius episode 37. Last week was the late night episode. This week is the morning episode. Yeah. It is Thursday morning. It is one day later than we normally record, but uh, it's just fit Matt's schedule better. It didn't really change mine, uh, but yep. it's all about him. It is. So, I don't think we really have anything to talk about this week. I mean, I did run. I finished tenth last week. Well, I mean, you finished twelfth. Yeah, that's true. You finished. I, you I, finished I on the track twelfth. I did. I finished twelfth. You finished at the pay window tenth. Correct. Second career top 10? In Xfinity. In Xfinity? Fourth overall. I was just saying, do you have any? You don't have any cup ones. No. I got a top 25 in cup. That's the best nice. I got. Uh, yeah, no. Fourth top 10 in NASCAR. They're a bit spread out. That was my 92nd uh, Xfinity race wow. last week. Somebody tweeted, I tied Sam Ard, I think, yeah. I think he's got a couple more wins than you, though. He's got quite a few more wins than I have, but I have more chances than he does. So, Because he, he only ran 92 times. That's it. Yeah. I tied him last week. I'm going to pass him up this week at Pocono. Uh, but, yeah. I think my, my 100th race will be at Bristol. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My favorite Bristol memory of you is... Driving Harmon's car, my the, truck arm snapped. Where the in truck half. arm snapped in half, and you're just drifting around three and four, and didn't hit anything. Uh, uh, From what I saw, I got a little little touch on the right rear corner, but yeah, for the most part, didn't hit anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm super pumped to go to Pocono this weekend. I like Pocono. Didn't get to race there last year. Uh, running the Alka Seltzer car, sponsor huge sponsor for. Bailey Curry. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's really cool. It's been a, a long. It's in the been in the works for a long time. Uh, Do you want to go through like the whole background of it? I'm sure people are probably pretty interested in how this stuff comes about. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know how it like originated. Originated. I uh, we work with AE Engine at JD Motorsports. Um, they've been helping us on the marketing side, uh, as well as you know Tony uh, in house marketing, but. It's just been a lot of back and forth, uh, you know, see a paint scheme, send it back, got to get it approved, like, just a lot of back and forth. I got my fire suit yesterday, and the fire, like, it's the nicest fire suit I've ever, maybe, not, I don't know if I've ever seen, but definitely the nicest one I've ever put on by miles. 
you get to keep this one? I don't know. I kind of hope so. But then again, if I don't, it's okay. Because this new process that Simpson has to make these suits like this, uh, I'm doing it like that. Are they, the, are they the shiny ones? It's not that shiny. It's like the logos on it aren't embroidered, and they're oh, not they're, they're, they're not heat pressed either. No, they're like it's like a crew shirt. Like it's sublimated into the into the suit. It's awesome. Like it's freaking awesome. Put it on yesterday. First one that really really fits me. I feel like every time I've gone to get uh, measured, I lose like five pounds between when I get measured and then go get my suit. So it's always big. We have to like alter it. Oh, so this one's super tight. Oh yeah, this one's tight. Everywhere. Nah, no, nah, not like not gonna leave a lot to imagination. No, it's not that bad, dude. Oh, okay. It's not a not, gra- not a Greg Alding fit. No, it's not a it's not a. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a superhero with a tight suit. Mike Harmon. <laughs> That's just a superhero with That's a tight a superhero suit. Superhero with a tight suit. <laughs> yes. Watching that man getting out of a race car was a delight back in the day. Yeah, he did it. He but did it. Do you want to do you want to speak of anything else on the background of it? How how long do you think this deal took? Honestly, like two months. I mean, that's from from when I learned about it. Right. Like two months, and then I don't know what on the their side, how long before? Because I mean, they're obviously not going to tell me something before like it's starting to get into real talks. So realistically, probably five six months. Maybe not that long. I know um, dealing with sponsors and stuff. We are already talking like we need to be putting pen to paper here for next year. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the month, if not at the latest date, middle of August for next year. Yeah, no, it's definitely good to have that security. I mean, well, if no, you can no start it, it's just um, fiscal years are ending for companies. Yeah. Right. They're just ending. So their their marketing budget is now opening up for 23. And you need to be on their books for 23 now because you can't go to them in January and be like, hey, do you want to sponsor a race? Yeah, so like, we've already spent 70% of our marketing budget. So Give us the other 30. I wish. But it's it's definitely an interesting thing. Um, Especially with the schedule not being out. But apparently it's coming yeah. soon. I mean, the Chicago street course. The Chicago, that Chicago makes, street that course. That makes me so sad. Yeah, Road America. I mean, I think... I really think what you'll see is I think you'll see Xfinity and trucks go there. It's just I, not going to be the same. No, nah, it sucks that Cup's not going. It really I does. Th- I thought it would have been a banger if they had IMSA and then Xfinity and truck there all in the same weekend. I think they, I think that's something they'll do, but I guess IMSA's in freaking no. Chicago. Yeah, IMSA's in Chicago. You'll have Trans Am. I mean, it'll, it'll be the same weekend. You'll have the same number of races you had this past year, except it'll the Xfinity will be the, the big ticket uh, Yeah, but show. unfortunately, you know, Road America is one of the only racetracks out there that isn't owned by NASCAR. Yeah. Or so a NASCAR big That's partner. why they're going to get axed first. Yeah. Um, but they've gone on record in saying that they don't need NASCAR, which is such a baller move to say. Yeah. No, that's true. But like I said, I, I think you'll see Xfinity Truck. I think Truck will skip mid-Ohio next year go to Wisconsin. That race wasn't very good. The leaders were good. I mean, watching. Everything else was chaos. Yeah, it's just. The trucks, I mean, I hate to be this way, but... I don't think trucks should be on road courses. No, I like trucks on road courses. They're actually really fun to drive on a road course because they they're so tall, there's so much roll. But I just think uh, the people in the truck series right now racing at a tight course such as Mid-Ohio uh, gets a little hectic. Might run over each other like every 
lap. <laughs> I mean, they do that on ovals, too. That's what I'm saying, on a tight, tight road course like mid-Ohio. Yeah, I would really love to see the truck series go back to what it was kind of in the mid-2000s. Like a lot of like short, short tracks? No, I'm just saying from a driver perspective. Oh, yeah. Because like, you had more established drivers. Like you had your Johnny Benson. It was shit. honestly like an old man series almost. It was, then. but it was... The racing was yeah, it was like good, good like ass you had, old dudes. You had like twenty well established, either career truck series guys, or guys who have been to the top and have now they want it more time at home, but right. they still want to race exactly. And yeah. then the rest of the field, it was like twenty and then Maybe fifteen. 10. Yeah, well, it couldn't be twenty and fifteen. That'll leave you one guy. I mean, I'm just saying. For well, up-and-coming guys. There's no, probably just like, like five, six up-and-coming guys, and then the rest were veterans and and that. Yeah, it was less, I'm trying to figure it out Yeah. in the truck series, and it was more, I'm just trying to. I've already figured it I've out. I've figured it out in ARCA, or yeah. at that point back in the day, um, Hooters Pro Cup and ASA yeah. and stuff like that. But but it's never. it's not going to change. Arca's, no, gonna Arca's probably going to be phased out here. Arca's pretty abysmal. That's why they... Dude, did you see this news today? No. Leaked leaked documents? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that stuff. So that's crazy. I don't the think electric work. vehicle series? Yeah. Maybe Arca goes away? I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see... <laughs> I don't see the EV series being a direct competitor to Arca. No, yeah, me either. But I just... I don't know. I don't, I don't think... That's not NASCAR's thing. I think it'll be like a. That's. I think well, that was a push from the OEMs. Probably, but I don't think NASCAR's going to try to push it that hard. I think they're not going to like lose one of their series for that. Yeah. So for people who are very confused about what we're talking about, uh, someone leaked some graphics documents this morning. That's hey, we did this last night. We wouldn't be we talking. We would about not this. be talking about this. Yeah. Basically, it's uh, we're probably the first podcast to talk about this. Well, I'm sure the X, XM radio people are just going berserk. I bet not, dude, because it's leaked documents. So they're and they're like oh. in cahoots with NASCAR. So they're probably on the. Hush are we hush. in cahoots with NASCAR? No, I'm. Ju- I just am in it. Oh, I love the word cahoots. Shout out cahoots. Anyway, they're basically going to do six exhibition races. Think Formula E, but only one car. So it's six like thirty minute races around Wait, one car. Right. In in Formula E they have two cars. So your pit stop in Formula E, yeah. last time I watched it, was you got in a whole new car. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. I like didn't they didn't know that. change tires on the car. Like literally the battery would run out on car one. And they just jump drive it to the garage, jump out, jump in the other car. That's kinda sick, actually. <laughs> but um it's like six races. I think it, it's definitely going to be at Chicago. I think it's more of the street course stuff. Yeah, I mean, they honestly, if NASCAR wants to do that, they should try to get in with Formula E. Like, they just raced in New York last week. Oh, so you want to have two EV series. Well, I mean, one stock car, one open wheel. I think an SUV series would be way cooler. And might be. I don't know. Think of, the, think of the pack racing. Those things, I don't know if you would. Those things would punch such a big hole in the air. Yeah, but you you yourself are punching you, a big you, hole you. too. Like, yeah, everyone's dude. There's so much. If like you got three, there's cars, so many holes. Three of them lined up, dude. You'd be like, 
Oh my oh, goodness. Wow. Cool. Sorry about that. But um yeah, I mean they're trying to they're shooting for an E V series by twenty five. Hmm. Which I think I think NASCAR has to go hybrid at some point. It probably will. I the E V the I the EV thing, I think, works at road courses. I think having electric vehicles at, like, Daytona... Boring. ...would be terrible. Because what's the shoo, one thing... Shoo, shoo, what's shoo. the one thing you love about Daytona? It's just the... The, the raw power of the speed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, if you hear... <laughs> all you hear is tires. Yeah. That would be so weird. Yeah. Then you probably, like... You really could hear the air. Maybe the drafting would be better in an EV. I doubt it. Yeah, honestly not, because it's just not, like, drafting and stuff with the electric car versus, like, how an actual engine works and how it can rise to, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. You kinda it's, it's working you kinda, out my head. You were very confident there, and then you really tailed off I at the end. Really you tried to sh- throw it over to me, and I was just having nothing of it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's part of the podcast game, brother. Yeah. I, like, just did not work out no. for you. It's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. So we're going to Pocono this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. leaving. We're both leaving tomorrow. Tomorrow. Different. Probably the same plane, but different times. 1030. Yeah. Where do you get? So you guys have the seating chart, right? I don't have it. No. We're I mean, but front. like you guys sit in the same row we're of at, seats every like single front, week. We're like the front seven rows. You're lucky. We are always the back of the plane. Yeah, it does suck. You got to wait to get off. Yeah. Everyone. And then then you, you feel like a, a dick getting on the plane because everyone, if people are already sitting down, you got to like scooch through the row. Yeah, 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 yeah. Screw so the plane bro. that we are on every week, uh, we are with the two Spire teams and with uh, BJ. So New Hampshire, we were just getting daggers the whole time because all three of those cars oh, yeah, were, were out on, on lap plane, seven. So... They should have just left and came back. Yeah, but that's probably not economically feasible for them. Well, I mean, the Spire guys should have just gone to eat or something. Well, I'm sure they did. But uh, we sat out on the runway, and that's what we do when we when we get to the plane. If we're not the last ones there, we get like a box lunch. Like, we Dude, get a catering. Made me sick on the way back from New Hampshire. Did you get eat that chicken stuff? Yeah. It was awful. Maybe I was like sick when I got because it was warm. Yeah, it's supposed to be cold, so we get like a box lunch. It's sometimes regional specific. Sometimes when there isn't really anything that's notable from those places, we just get something either from Panera or Boston Market, and like it's like a sandwich, it's chips, and a dessert of some kind. We had chicken sandwiches this week. It was literally just a chicken breast with a piece of cheese. Yeah, it was not that. It nice. wasn't very good. Like I had, I once I got home, I had to go straight to the toilet. Have you ever like gone, gone on a plane and been lucky? Like they just didn't get food and they have to order pizza. No, I have not had that. There was once like they didn't even have it outside. You just got on the plane and there was a box of pizza in every row. That's pretty dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's way better than what we. Yeah, it was get. awesome. But like, I feel like such a child. When I get to the plane early, because a lot of people eat in their seats on the plane, but like You're most cramped. of the time, as the social media marketing people, we leave the track earlier than the team. So we usually have like a 45 minute head start. And I don't know why we don't just stop and get our own food. 
which some people do do. Do do. They do do. But do I do sat do. I sat on the tarmac watching planes take off in Manchester, New Hampshire, Manchester. sitting like a child, cross-legged, hunched over my Boston Market chicken sandwich. And it was... The only thing that sucks about that is it's so loud out there. Yeah. Planes are just revving up. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, and I hate that. Like, I would sit out there, because we used to do that, too, whenever I worked there. And it'd be, like, me and Tiska and Weatherman and all them, like, sitting out there. But, like, you can't talk to each other because it's so loud. Yeah. Um, We actually watched an American Airlines airplane drop fuel all the way from the gate. Because we were on, yeah, because they have, so we were on the, the, the private side, which is the other side of the airport, and then they have a commercial airport, and I guess they had some kind of malfunction, so from the gate, when they pushed back and they throttled up, um, the fuel line came loose or something on the airplane, and it was just, just dropping jet fuel all the way out. The no smoking light is on. Yeah. So then, once all the fuel was drained out of that side, then they went back, but they had to get the fire department out there. I bet, dude, just dumping fuel all yeah. over the place. Seemed like a really nice airport. The big, the big three providers they had there were uh, American Airlines, Southwest, and Spirit. Hey, you got, you got affordable budget. <laughs> a little bit, like yeah, you got like the nice one, affordable, and then the budget one. Hey, so. that's all you need. That's how the Austin Airport used to be. It used to be like no airlines. Yeah. We uh we parked outside of the racetrack on Sunday because um, New Hampshire and Dover love to do this thing where if you work in the industry, they hold you inside the racetrack for an hour after the race. There's a tunnel at New Hampshire. I know, but there's so many so much crowd traffic that uh, they like to hold people inside the racetrack. So we had like a 25-minute head start getting to the plane. It was yeah. nice. That's what, like, we've talked about it before. Like, they should have a, a set route for the entertainment to get out of the racetrack. Oh, yeah. I had to go through, like, an opening in a fence. Like, that wasn't supposed to be an opening in a fence. Really? Yeah. But New Hampshire's traffic pattern is always funky. Yeah, it's, it's inconsistent. Yeah, because it's like drive on the shoulder, and then the shoulder, like, disappears. So you have to, like, merge back in for... 20 feet and then get back over. Yeah, and then people are pissed, dude. Yeah. There's no Reisters, man. They don't. They, yeah, they, like, they it's weird. Not. They'll get mad at, like, the weirdest things. Yeah. It was definitely odd. I swear, they'll get more mad at you, like, if you don't have a New Hampshire plate or if you have, like, a weird plate on your rental car. They get more mad at you. Like, we had one guy messing with us because we were on the shoulder, and we are like, there's, like, 19 people over here. Like, why, why are you singling us out? There's 10 people in front of us. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And then we were leaving the racetrack, and there was some guy with a moped. Wayne did kind of cut him off, but he was all pissed. Like, him and his wife were, like, swerving at us, and his wife was screaming and pointing at us. It was kind of funny, actually. I mean, little do they know that we're in rental cars. Yeah. We, we do not care. We do not care. I'll, I'll put that thing in danger. I will stick my nose in somewhere that it doesn't need to be. Yeah, and we had the, we had the fun package last week. We had the full insurance. Oh. Yeah. You're wi- really willing to risk it. Yeah. Wow, that came out terrible. Willy willing to risk Willy it. Willy willing to risk it. But yeah. But do you want to talk about your your New Hampshire experience this year? 
Yeah, we can. I mean, I've honestly never been up there and ran good, so. Uh, Pit crew changes this week? Yeah, we had we had an elevated crew, which was good. It would have been, if you would have been there, you might have you been on it. Probably would have been. So, fun fact, the Jackman that was on your car last week won the race. The Xfinity race? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They're doing a whole weird thing over there where they have no consistency on their pit crews. They just throw them together? They just rotate everyone around. Really? Yeah. They should rotate uh, that front changer I had over there. <laughs> wow. Throwing daggers. Just saying. Complimented Captain. Complaino. That's you now. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I mean, we were pretty good all day, really. We were struggling on a long run. We really kind of did. Car felt rolled over, so we were getting tight. But on a short run, when it was rolled over like that, I could rip the bottom like nobody's business. Once I found that, I was able just to drive the field. And then obviously, people kept junking it off two. I so I wasn't Randy Caldwell that I had spotting for me. It wasn't. It was Randy Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw. Okay, well, what, why you say it like that? Yeah, it's Randy Bradshaw. I always say it's Randy Caldwell, but it's Randy Bradshaw. Are you serious? Yeah, Chase Elliott's bus driver. I'm not trying to dox him, but yeah, he's baiting on you. No, yeah, he he was saying stuff like that. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, he spotted for me. It's, it's like, Randy Bradshaw, dude. Whenever they wrecked off two, he was hollering. Oh, they're wrecking. <laughs> wrecking in two, wrecking it, back it down, back it down, back it down, back it down. I can see because from his, like, even from my angle, and I know from his angle, it's like, okay, we're hitting this wreck. Yeah. And I was able to sneak through. He's like, oh, man, good job. And I was like, thanks, yeah. Because, like, I had to dodge that out there, and then Moffat was spinning on the bottom, so I had to, like, kind of maneuver, and I didn't know if Moffat was going to swing back. Uh, you should see the hand signals that are going on right now. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. And then that one on the front, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there was one big checkup on one of the restarts. And I had been laying back because I watched the race from last year. And same and, thing happened. And that was like an issue was like checkups on restarts causing wrecks. So I laid back every single one, didn't get too aggressive. And then it got down to the end. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And then as soon the first one that I didn't lay back on, check it up, check it up, check it up, check it up. <laughs> Knocked the whole front bumper in on my car, but it wasn't that bad. I knew, I knocked half of it in, beating on Kyle. I told Kyle I felt like we were back at the summer shootout at Charlotte Motor Speedway, just beating the hell out of each other. It was more me beating the hell out of him. He could get a really good runoff, so I was just trying to jack him up in the center. But front bumper got all bent up. But we were able to get out of that one, and then when Almondinger put LeBay in the fence, I was right behind that too. Was able to miss that. Oh, yeah, it was a crazy race. Sounds like I didn't get to watch it. Really? No, it was actually it was a really good race in my opinion. Like watched I went back and watched the highlights of it. Uh so I could like, like oh there I am. It's like that Look at me. There I go. It's like that uh Leonardo DiCaprio oh, uh me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I uh, was in uh I was in Lime Rock. Yeah. For IMSA. Not a great day. I feel like Lime Rock just kind of a not that I mean nothing against Lime Rock. It's just not that cool of a racetrack for IMSA. It doesn't seem like an IMSA cal. I mean not caliber. It is nice, but it's just a very very basic course. Well, they only put the the GT cars on it too, and they're running fifty three second lap times. I mean they were fast. I watched the highlights of that as well. I think it would be a more interesting race if you put 
at least the, the LMP2 and LMP3 cars. It's too cars. small to have that many divisions. Yeah. It's like a bullring road course. They need it's to a mile. It's a little bit under a mile and a half. They need to complete the mountain circuit. Yeah. You ever heard of the mountain circuit yeah. of Lime Rock? Yeah. This grand myth. Yeah. That never became. Yep. Isn't, isn't Parker Kligerman like own part of Lime Rock? He is uh, a. Sm- he has an ownership stake in the property. Yes. He needs to start hammering that home. That would bring them to new heights, literally and figuratively. Wow. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that until I said it. Yeah, but it just came all, out. Huh? That was all off the dome. Give me a dome. But dude, like they really need to do that. That would make that track sick. It'd probably make it the coolest road course in America, in my opinion. It would put it up there with like Bathurst. 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 Yeah. You sound what? like Darth Vader. It Bathurst. was. It was all right. Um, it was the first time I really. Had been like to, I have been to some major cities in Connecticut, not many of them, but like once you get outside of like the metro area, yeah, you just see these ridiculously stupid large houses in the yeah. middle of nowhere, and you're like, oh damn, this is this is old money. They say this is real old money. This here. is old money. Like back in 1785. Yeah. Like six real times, grand yeah. six times, great grandpa was going to steal mail, cannon farts for twelve bucks. And yeah. That's how he made his riches. Yep. But it was a cool little area. We stayed in actually New York. Oh really? Yeah, there were no hotels around, so we what actually part of New York. Ancrum. Ancrum. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know why I asked. I don't know anything about yeah. New York. I know New York City. We stayed in a Airbnb, and it was it was nice. Y'all st- didn't we just have this conversation what? last week about well, staying at Airbnbs and then y'all went and did it? I think that's probably why we started talking about it is because we couldn't find a decent hotel, so we found a decent Airbnb. I don't think th- I don't think that is why we started talking about it at all. But you just failed to mention that entirely. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We'll play it back. I don't listen to the podcast after that. Like after we talk, that's I take it. I take the headset off and I, I don't even remember what you said. I move on to next week. Yeah, I kind of with you. I listen to a little like. Sometimes if I'm listening to a podcast and then ours pops on, I'll listen to like 10 minutes of it. I'm like, all right, I can't listen to myself anymore. I don't like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Uh, how's the Airbnb? Do you have a pool? We had a hot tub. A pool? No, a hot tub. <laughs> None of us used it. It was an older. It was an old house because it, it didn't have like most of the houses up Did there. Did it have a pagola? No. <laughs> um, it. It was, I don't know, old. Yeah. 1800s house. Nice. No central air. Oh. So it was all window, window units? Yeah. Yikes. That's a lot. There's a lot of that up there, though. Yeah. In the Northeast, I swear. Like, all the old towns, like, I guess Manchester is the town, but, like, when you drive past all the houses, there's, like, maybe two tree window units hanging out of that thing. Oh, yeah. Two tree window units, you know. But, uh, so Saturday. We're in this conundrum. Do we drive two hours to get two hours closer to the racetrack and then still have to drive two and a half hours or spend the night at our Airbnb, which we still had, and then drive three and a half to four hours to the racetrack? Mm. What'd y'all do? What'd y'all decide? Uh, We stayed at the Airbnb. And drove four hours? Three and a half hours, three and a half, four hours to Hampshire. Yikes. When did y'all's garage open Sunday? Noon. 
Oh, that ain't bad. Leave it eight. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, it was. It's whatever. Yeah. But uh, I did hear some new rumors. We actually got uh, not quoted, but on a Reddit thread, someone was like, "Oh, I, I listened to Wheelman of Genius, and they said KFB to Stuart Haas's come back up." Yeah, I don't know, man. I sent that to you, and you didn't say anything back. I was busy. I did. I saw it. I acknowledged it. Know that it made me happy when I saw it. But I got another one. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. yeah. It's basically it's a seat swap with Ty Dillon and No Gregson. Ty Dillon in the nine? No. Sixteen cup car. Oh no, that doesn't make sense. Say what you will. That's what. That's the rumor on the on the streets now. Like he'll be a part time guy in the sixteen. Right. AJ's still going to run the road courses and stuff. Yeah. But uh, Noah Gregson Gregson to the 42. Yeah, and that seems pretty prominent. With Chevy money. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I wonder who goes in the nine. Probably shut it down. No. Sammy Smith. No, he'll be in the 18. He's in the Gibbs pipeline now. Or the Gibbs... Pipeline. I mean, realistically, pipe, they could they probably run an all-star car. Yeah, that might. I mean, that'll be the that's what happens. That's why. Games. That's the only reason why Hendrick is running the 17 for the road courses in a couple yeah. races because Junior Motorsports literally didn't have enough people. Right. Plus, that gives you a place to put Miguel Paluto if he ever wants to come back do a couple races. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Who knows? Jeff Burton might go back over there. <laughs> no, I don't see that. No, I think that's running its course. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of silly season going on, and I feel like Xfinity is just as big as Cup Series. It's just not as blown out and public as uh. Yeah, that's it's more under wraps. Yeah, I think in the next couple of weeks we'll see a lot of changes. I think so too. I'm hoping they they said the schedule is supposed to come out in a couple of weeks, and I'm kind of excited to see it. You think Xfinity goes back to Portland? Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, <laughs> there was a lot of people there. A lot of people that went to Road America. This is true. Portland's another racetrack that's not controlled by NASCAR. Yeah, but they're going to continue to try out that Pacific Northwest market. I feel like NASCAR's completely alienated the Midwest. Yeah, we really Up, have. I mean, upper Midwest. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at. Since Iowa, Iowa being, I mean, Knoxville is the only Midwest. I mean, it really, there's never been anything like in Montana or North Dakota. Or okay, anything. well, those aren't the Midwest. What is that? Midwest kind of ends with the Dakotas. Well, what's Montana? That's not the Northwest. That's kind of not a thing. It's just Montana. It's just Montana. I mean, yeah. I can say that's its own thing. Like Montana, Idaho. Idaho Montana, Idaho, Wyoming. Wyoming's like next to Wisconsin. Isn't it? You need to go back to school. There's like three or four states in between. Where the hell is Wisconsin again? Up right in the middle. Okay, where, the, where, what, the, where the lakes are? What's to the left of Wisconsin? Minnesota. Oh, I forgot about that one. What's to the left of Minnesota? North oh. and South Dakota. Oof. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Oof. Damn. I was I got well, honestly I got Wyoming and Minnesota mixed up. You thought Wyoming 
I just thought I just thought the next one over from Wisconsin was Wyoming. WW. Holy shit. Dog, I, I don't I don't know maps. And like I need you to draw me. I'm gonna print off a map of the fifty states. I want you to write in all the states. And then we'll post it on social. I could probably get a lot of them right. Actually, I could get if I had a word bank of all the states, I no, could definitely No get word them. bank, you just get blank states. And this is gonna be interesting. I could do that. I could do that. Are you sure? Because you just thought Wyoming was next to Wisconsin. It gets a little blurry up there, but if I could see, like, because I kind of know the shapes. I know the shapes of the states. I just don't know where they are. Like, I could have told you where North Dakota and South Dakota are, not knowing Wyoming and Minnesota, because I know what they look like. (laughs) You know what I mean? You strike me as one of the people I think. It's like Nebraska. I couldn't tell you where Nebraska is, but I could tell you what it's shaped like. What's it shaped like? It's like it's like on the left, it goes down, has a little cutout 90, and then it goes over, and then it has a long curve up back up, and then across the top. Tell me I'm wrong. You strike me as a person that thinks that... Um, oh, what is it? I'm good at shapes, you know, like when you have Mount Rushmore. You're the person that strikes me. I could me. not tell you where the Mount Rushmore is. But you think Mount Rushmore is like a natural thing. Like well, it's obviously, just, it's made of rocks, dude. Yeah, like it was. That's how it. That's how it grew. Into yeah, the, yeah. The rocks grew that way, and you're like, "Oh my God, look, it's Abraham Lincoln." That's crazy. Honestly, speaking about Rushmore, what a what a marvel that is. Just thinking about it. Think about it, dude. That's crazy. No one's doing anything like that these days. <laughs> when did they even do that? Very. We're getting way off script on this episode. Yeah. I mean, it's a tourist attraction. I just think that's nuts, dude. <clears throat> People don't build monuments like that anymore. Yeah, and if they do, they get tore down. No, they they, they it just doesn't dum, happen. Dum, dum, like, think about it: Statue of Liberty, Mount Rushmore, the Eiffel Tower, all those kind of things. No one is doing anything of that caliber or even close anymore. You got a point. Nowhere even close. It's kind of crazy to think about. I would say the modern day skyscraper is like. Yeah, but it's it's so saturated. There's so many of them. I mean, and the only one you could really say that about because it is the biggest and largest is the Burj Khalifa. And that's in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. You can call it either way. I've heard it on movies both ways. Okay. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. <laughs> we have gotten so far off the rails. But what were we talking about? We were talking about racing somehow. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the Pacific or the, or the Midwest. Midwest. How yeah. alienated they are. Chicago street course. That's, you're still like, there's such a big gap. It's like from Wisconsin to Idaho and then like... <laughs> Nebraska and all those places, Colorado, Utah, there's nothing over there. Yeah, that's why they don't watch NASCAR. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's they have that one big late model race over there, Montana 200 or whatever, but, I mean, there's definitely racing up there. It's just a few um, far and in between. I feel like there's, there's no big cities over there. There's no major markets that they're trying to go hit. Yeah. I mean, Denver was the only one they tried with Pikes Peak, and it didn't really work out because it's way the hell away from Denver. I think we should start stripping 
two date racetracks of some of their oh, races. Two dates. I agree. Like Richmond. Yeah, I mean, only I guess I get one, that. Only needs one race. I guess I get that. If and if they had four races, if they had a modified race, truck race, Xfinity race, and a Cup race, yeah, people would show up for that. Just one time. though, because they know that's the only one that'll be there. Like, imagine if they did a Friday Saturday where they ran modified Saturday and truck Saturday, or like hell, screw that. I'd rather race Saturday night, uh, modified Sunday or Saturday during the day, Xfinity at night. Trucks Sunday during the day, cup at night. Why don't you move everything up a day? Because it's Friday, people work on Friday. If it's an event, people will take off. People will take off for qualifying and whatnot. Have all four qualifying on Friday. Yeah. All four. All four practice qualifying. Like at the same time. Just run. No, I'm saying just run it all day. And then go back to normal practice sessions. I think a n- let's make that weekend hell for the teams. You think Chicagoland comes back? No, <laughs> I think it comes back. Chicagoland's so far gone; it's never coming back. It's an Amazon warehouse parking lot now. Yeah, and I mean, if they're gonna try to go back to Chicago in a different way, I feel like they have no interest in trying to go back to that mile and a half racetrack. The only way Chicagoland comes back is if they tear down Texas and reconfigure it as Chicagoland, which would be kind of sick. People are saying that they don't want to go to Texas anymore, ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks, my home track, but they kind of s- screwed it up. I wish I could have raced on the old Texas, but I never got to. Hard telling, not knowing. Yeah, I mean, it's like old Texas, old Michigan, like old Atlanta. They're all gone. Days gone by. They're all gone. I only got to race on the old Atlanta, and that was goaded. Did uh did they have did they lay down any resin this past weekend? No, I think there was some residual though. Like I swear, there's stuff still on there from when because you could feel it and you could see it going away during the race, like the bottom and especially during practice, you could really see the difference from beginning of practice to the end of the race. There was like two much darker lines, one on the bottom, one on the third lane, and they were kind of like cut in half by the end of the race. But, yeah. So, turning ahead to Pocono this weekend. We got resin. What are you, what's, what are you looking for? What do you, it's just big road course racing? Yeah, kind of. I mean. Do you play this one backwards? Yeah, I mean, well, it depends on your track position. I mean, if you're up high enough to do it backwards, I think, yeah. But then again, we kind of need points. So, if we could snag some some points, points. If we could snag some points, I think you have to. Uh Depending, I mean, snagging one point versus three hitting for track position. What's the threshold to stay out? Yeah, three points. Know. Yeah, probably three, four. I mean, hell, if you could get six, I mean, six points is big, especially as as tight as our points battle is back there right now. Yeah, it's it's tight. I mean, if you could get two five point stages, like final stage and first stage, then you can't finish twenty fifth. Yeah, you can still finish 25th. You're not going to finish 18th, but you're still, I mean, you're still two points to the good that way. I guess. But then again, I mean, it's not like you're going to go a lap down at Pocono either. You might. No, you're not. I always love Pocono because you always get the 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 kids that want to do something bigger than a mile and a half, but they're not approved for speedways. Yeah. So it's always they go to Pocono. And you always just see some random person. Make one Pocono start, 
and then never come back ever again. Yeah. John Garrett's running Pocono, speaking yeah. of people making their yeah. first start. He uh new car. Yeah. New to him. So that should they have an entry list of twenty nine cars. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. Huh? So hopefully he can sit he can stay in the seat. He'll probably yeah. walk away with the top fifteen. Top ten maybe. Yeah, I mean it depends on the carnage. There is usually a lot of carnage in that Pocono race. Yeah, even in Xfinity there is too. Like it seems <laughs> like every time off a of turn one, someone screws up and it causes a melee. Uh yeah. Big time. And the straightaways are so long, the straightaway side drafting games are big. So are you are you guys going trimmed out? Oh dog, we're trimmed out. Like all the way out. I'm gonna send you a I'm gonna show you a picture of my right rear spring when we're done. Looks awesome. Is it colorful? I'm just gonna show you right now. Is it purple? No. But it's it should be good. I mean, Wayne, my crew chief, has always been good at Pocono. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. But yeah, we he just showed me a picture of a gorilla. Oh, that thing's tight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's always been good at Pocono. I've liked Pocono. I've run good there before. I pitted a truck race for you at Pocono. Yep. Yep. And you consistently didn't hit the mark. And I also consistently said I'm stopping short, so be ready. Never said that. I he, definitely he never did. said that. Over I definitely did because me and Roger used to get in yelling matches about it, and I know I said I, I'm stopping short because the 23 truck was in front of me, and I wanted to be able to get out. Liar. Okay. Liar. Maybe I'll be on your car this weekend. Who knows? I had to back up last week because I pulled in the box too far. Back took, up, Terry. We put gas in only. I was behind Moffitt. And if you look at the video, I, I backed up like a foot, and I, I needed all of it because I was probably eight inches from hitting Moffitt with my left rear. It's actually a pretty sick video. Just check it out on my Twitter, Bailey Curry, at Bailey Curry. Isn't it Bailey Curry 05? Nope, that's only on Instagram. Ah. Where does the 05 come from? I don't know. My dad's number, I don't really know I think he used to race, like, the first thing he ever raced was, uh like, dirt street stocks. And I think he wanted to be the five, but there was already someone who was the five, so he just became the zero five. Not the 50. Correct. And then, obviously, I was I was always zero five from, from there. Did you ever run any, not, like, letters? Like they do at dirt racing? No, I never did. Like, Ricky Thornton Jr. is the, the 20... I think we thought about it. I've run ah, maybe a couple times, like uh, if you go to like a big Bandolero race or big Legends car race and run like the 05C or 05B. 05X. I think I have run a 05X. I've run a I've run a 105. Oh, duct tape, duct tape one. Yeah, run the 105, 051. Ooh. Uh, I ran a, a car. A modified for a guy. He was number seventy two. You know, ran his backup car, and I was the zero. I was the O seventy two, but I ran the little zero, like the Brad Loyette zero five yeah. with the z- little zero. It actually, kind of looks sick. Uh, but yeah, always been an O five guy until you got to actual racing. Yeah, or NASCAR. I wouldn't really call it actual racing. Uh, Notable racing. It, yeah, yeah. There you go. In the spotlight. How many numbers do you think you've gone through in NASCAR? Think you can rattle them off? 
All right, let's see. I'm going to start from the beginning. Five? No. Wasn't the BJ5 car? Oh, that was the eight car. It was the eight car, but I also ran the 50, the 83, the 63. You ran a Mittler Brothers truck? It was a DJ truck, but we oh. ran it to keep the points, yeah. and I used to start and park it. Um, the 55, the eight car, the 51, the 52... 53. You're missing one from that stable. I don't think I've ever... I never ran the 54. You ran the 27. I did run the 27. Or I filled in on the 27. You still ran the 27. Yeah. Uh, let's see, the 4 car. 74 car. The 74, the 17. I believe I ran the 47 once. Uh, the 40, the 45, the 44... Did you ever run the 42? Never was in the 42. So we're at 16 different numbers right here. I think that's it. I think that's all of them. <clears throat> oh, the 49, Ray Siccarelli. Yep. yep drove yep. that truck. That, uh, but that was right before he took his stand. Yeah, then I stopped running yeah. that truck. Oh, uh, man. Did you ever yeah. run the one for Beaver? No. I only ran one race for Mark Beaver. And then got out of there. Did I ever run the fifteen? Yeah, you have a hero. I have a hero. That's card. right. I, it's right there it's on right the there. table. Yeah, eighteen numbers. Damn, that is a lot, huh? For four years, five years in NASCAR. That's I ran the forty-five. That's nineteen numbers. <laughs> I've run the forty-five. You also. already counted the forty-five. No, forty-five Xfinity car. Well, I guess it is the same thing. It's the same number. Yeah. Oh, is that the? Was that the Prevagen car? Yeah, yeah. Well, 55 was a Prevagen car, and then Josh was my teammate, and he wrecked at Texas, and they just put the 45 number on my car, and Josh didn't race. Sick. Yeah, that was a big, big, big thing in the hauler, because Josh should have drove the car. He had a contract, and the owner was kind of crazy. Yeah. And it was like, you wrecked the car, Bailey's driving. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't even care anymore. Josh, you drive the car. I don't want this big uh, blow-up happening right now. Yeah. Did you ever drive? You never drove the 54. Did you ever drive the 53? Yeah, I named the 53. I did run the 53. 27, 15. Never ran the 77 or the 55. Nope. Well, the 55 was long gone. Well, I have run the 55. Xfinity car. There you go. But I already had that one counted. Man. That's expensive. <laughs> it really is. Oh. I'm forgetting two. The 38 and the 93. When I started uh, yeah. part for Sam Ryan C. <laughs> 20 numbers. 20. We're at even 20. That's wild. That is kind of crazy. That's a lot of damn numbers. Yeah. How many fire seats do you think you've gone through? Not as many. I've had more fire suits this year than I've had in my entire career in NASCAR. Yeah, I, I, I remember you when you just had that blue one. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. This year I have Habana? KSDT, Habana Brisa, Fort Worth Screen Printing, now Alka-Seltzer. Uh, and then last year I had a Belmont Classic Cars. The year before that I had a blue suit. The year before that I had a Baja suit. Well, technically I've had two Baja suits, but the one they changed the SFI rules right after I got it. Uh, yeah, two Baja suits, and then I had that. I have a funny story suit. about fire suits. 
Let's hear it. So um, we had a sponsor come on, not relatively late, but late enough to not get a fire suit made. Yeah. But um, this driver had previously run uh, this sponsor and had a fire suit. So the owner of the company just took a hammer, broke the shadow box that it was in. Oh, it was geez. it was autographed by this driver. He ran it with the autograph on it? Took it out of the, the shadow box, gave it to him, and said, here, wear this one for the race. <laughs> he ran an autograph suit. That's yeah. kind of crazy. His own autograph. Yeah, that's even worse. And he pointed out to me, and I would not let him live it down. I mean, because why would you point that out to anybody? It was a really nice suit, but I guess if you want to get out in front of it, yeah, we had to go to the NASCAR hauler and get him a uh, Cup Series patch. Oh yeah, <laughs> that and is funny. was it current SFI? I don't know. I never looked at the tag. Probably not. I'm gonna guess no, because like those were hard to find when they first came out. You're speaking from experience, yeah, dude. Like it was. I ran a. a out of or a non SFI, like not the right one before. A lot of people do. They just don't ever look. Right. NASCAR doesn't like it though. No, they don't like it, but I mean they should have at least given us a heads up on the rule changing, except yeah. before January. Of Daytona. Like yeah. Daytona's the next month. Like people were scrambling. like that's why I had that blue suit. Just because we were scrambling to get anything. That was also chunky Bailey. Yeah. Like I, I needed any fire suit. Actually, no. I think the Belmont Classic Cars was a, was the new SFI, but it took forever to get. I didn't get it till we were in Daytona. Right. Um. Even John Garrett, when he was getting his fire suit, he was hitting me up. He goes, "You have fire suit for me? I don't even know if mine's gonna get in here in time." Yeah, they're for, all uh, behind. Dude. Talladega. They're all so behind. I mean, I didn't get the Alka Seltzer suit till yesterday. Is it pretty fire? Uh, dude, it's sick. It's honestly sick. Is it blue and orange? Yeah, it's like light blue, dark blue, orange, white. It's it is a fire suit. Let me tell you, it's got the <laughs> it's got the it's got the BC. Uh, it got like the BC logos like right here on the wrist. Cool dog, it's hard. And like it like fades. It's like white at the bottom. And it fades to blue on the legs. It's honestly sick. I, I wish I had a picture of it. Actually, I do. I'll show it to you right now. Uh, it's hard. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Oh, look at that! It's like, it's nice. It's like that's the nicest suit I've ever had. Uh, but I don't know. Pretty pumped on it. Yeah, that's that's a nice looking suit. She post that to Twitter. Yeah, I probably should. Post it, to, post it to Twitter after you post your... Did you uh, see my tweet about the uh, your map tabs? No, I did not. My map? Yeah. I'm not letting you forget that. You have to do a full 50-state map. You have to well, write it. if you it. bring me one or send me one, I'll fill it out on Snapchat. But then you won't trust me. Right. I'm. You're going to look it up. I'm going to go print something right now. You have a printer here? <laughs> do I have a printer? I have a fax machine here. Yeah, we'll fax it. It doesn't work. That's... I just have it for decoration. Ridiculous. Are you going to go to the casino this weekend? No. Why not? Because, dude, I don't, I'm not good at gambling. I don't yeah. even know where I'm staying. I'm about to look. Where are you staying at? Um, I think we're staying in Scranton. Wilkes-Bear. Wilkes-Bear. 
Wilkes-Barre. Yeah, Wilkes-Barre. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Isn't there that really nice go-kart track up here? I wouldn't say it's really nice. I mean, it's... S&S Speedway? Yeah. That's the one. We should go Friday night. It's 50 miles from my hotel. So? I know. (laughs) I know. What else do you have to do? Nothing. Well, actually, I don't know. We... We kind of got to be there early on Saturday because we practice and qualify in the morning. And, and race. Yeah. You race on Saturday, too. We'll race Saturday after the truck race. Correct. Well, after cup qualifying. I have a busy day on Saturday. I have an autograph session, and then I'm going out to the Alka-Seltzer uh, tent and stuff. After that. All right, where are we staying? Where are we staying? Was that just filler? Yeah. Hazel TWP PA? I don't know what that is. Oh, this is not going to be a sick hotel. I can already tell you. We're staying in Avocado. Avocado? Oh, that's what we're flying into. The FBO is... Dude, what is up with my Wi-Fi right now? Avoca. Avoca. Avoca? Yeah. Hazleton, PA. Oh, there you go. That's a nice place. I hear sometimes. It's a red roof. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is it a red roof in plus? I don't think so. <laughs> it's an and sweets. Oh, wow. Did you get a suite? Probably not. I always love with the budget hotels, they try to spruce it up a little bit. They always put like plus or premium at the end. They're not plus or premium. Like red roof in premium plus. I'm trying to think of where we stayed last week, but it was pretty nice rooms. It was like it was a Super 8. Like, it wasn't like a... Was it super duper? The outside looked like it sucked, but the inside of the rooms were nice. Cool. I stayed there once before, and the uh, fire alarm went off because someone was smoking grass in their hotel room. Oh, man, don't you hate when that happens? I know that because when the fire alarm started going off throughout the whole hotel and everybody, like, evacuated, me and... Kyle Weatherman were rooming together, and we walked to the McDonald's, got McFlurries. Wow, the ice cream machine worked? The ice cream machine worked. Damn. Walked back, and then uh, you could see a guy fanning the smoke alarm through his window with, like, a paper plate. And someone on staying on their floor said you could smell Smell. smell a little skunky up there. Ah. Damn. That's when I learned about, uh, did you know McFlurries, you know why the straw is square on the top? So you can eat it. No. You ever seen a McFlurry machine? Oh, they shoot it through that thing. No, they don't shoot anything. They, It's just like the way they stir it. Is with your spoon. Yeah, they hook that little square thing in there. And they just. That's amazing. It is amazing, actually. Like, it's kind of sick. It's really smart. You don't have to clean any mixer items. You just give it to the person as a spoon. Yeah. So, uh. What's it like having to call into radio shows and stuff? Is it nerve-wracking because there's like a half-second delay? No. Just kind of do it. Answer. I mean, I'm not, I've never really been one to just go off and talk. I've gotten gotten better at it. Hi, I'm Bailey Curry. I am super excited about this weekend. But I I normally just like, they, they ask me questions. I let them ask me questions. And I, I let them tee them up, and I just try to hit them. And it's it's kind of like I'm not going to, like, go off on, like, big rants or on some extravagant speech. I'm just going to 
answer their questions and move on, answer the best I can and move on. How is the car this weekend? Yes. That's not what I mean. Like, I'll give you a good answer, but I'm not going to make up questions for myself. You know what I mean? Like, some people just get on there and just talk about anything. Like, they won't even let them ask them a question. They'll just start talking. I'm not going to do that. I'll just let them ask some questions, and I answer them. That's what people ask, like, okay, like, are you ready for this interview? I'm like, yeah, it's not even hard. I'm just talking to somebody. Like, Two people, li- usually. It's literally like, yeah, I, I listen and wait for them to ask a question. The thing that was weird when you first start doing stuff like that, uh, when you get done answering a question, it's like a, it's like a second because they want to make sure you're done talking before they go on to the next thing. And when you very first start, you're like, oh, I messed that up. Like, he wanted me to keep talking. But then you realize, like, no, that's not what it is. Like, they just want to make sure you're done talking before they so start they're talking. So they talking over yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm doing. Yeah. But, like, that's that's the only weird thing about it. But once you get used to that, it's pretty much just a standard conversation every time. Do you have a good rapport with uh, the serious people? Yeah. No, I do a lot of serious interviews. Uh I gotta start mentioning fast expand on the internet more. Yeah, you. Did but you, you don't. You don't get paid as much for doing it on the radio. Yeah, but you still get paid. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you should be doing it regardless. Yeah, but sometimes like it's just so forced. I'm like, I don't want to. How's your car for this weekend? Well, my number four Al- Alka Seltzer car is gonna be faster. Not Xfinity. faster. Not faster. You cannot say faster. Fast like Xfinity Internet. Faster than Xfinity. No, internet. nothing is faster than Xfinity Internet. Oh wow. Give me a check. You know what I'm saying? Yep, there it is. Count those one dollars. Because I, I honestly, I almost said that once. Faster. You know who's like, really good at like just throwing that stuff in there? Daniel Hemrick. Uh, Jeremy Clements. He just throws it in there with no regard for human life. I don't like to force it. I mean, it, whatever. It's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's still a couple hundred bucks. If you do it ten times during the year, that couple hundred bucks is a couple. Thousand bucks, yeah, that's good math right there, dude. Uh, yeah, but I just don't, I don't like forcing it. Like it sounds goofy if you force it. Like watching you do that interview with uh, Regan Smith. I did force it in there at the end of that. That one. was Dover, wasn't it? Yeah, I could just see your your brain just like. But I was working on like, how can I fit this in? How can I fit this in? And uh, not seem forced. Uh, fastest as Xfinity Internet. Yeah. And then you're like, you smiled at him. No, nah, I did not look like that. I wish we still had the camera up. I did not look like that at all. You're tripping. I might be. Capping even. No cap. You're even capping. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Ho- I bet uh, maybe we'll do a little TV stuff. We got a new sponsor. Normally brings the, the cameras around. So does that elevate your program at the racetrack? I mean, a little bit, I think. We're definitely trying really hard this week. You know what I mean? But did we you try get, really hard every week, too. Did you guys get some banners made and stuff? Yeah, we got pit wall banner. We got... We, uh, got Are you new, covering the, the hot new, chick on new the... decals on the pit box. Uh, <laughs> so, for Bailey's pit box, you probably never get to see a picture of it. But I've pitted it once now. And there's see, just like a... see Olivia every time. Yeah, there's just a chick smiling at you in a bikini the whole time. Yeah. And it, it's just weird. Yeah. Shout out Habana Breeza. Shout out to Habana Breeza. No free ads, but I mean it's on the table. It's on literally on the table. Uh that we're not filming. Yeah, no, we got this nice studio that we just don't let anybody see. 
No, we, we did once. He had the Instagram photo. No, we did one video in we, here. I don't think. No, we've never filmed in here. That is true. We've never filmed we have. once in here. And you made this whole deal about getting a. We need a podcast studio, and I know. Well, I need really, to switch apartments. Really, the I need a podcast studio was more. I need to get this stuff out of my living room because I'm tired of that. Which is still, even if we don't film, it's still worth it to have. Uh, this in here and not my living room because that sucked. Did it though? Yes. Yes, it I did. I don't think it did. Yes, it did. It didn't affect me at all. I know it didn't affect you at all, but it affected me quite a bit. It was it was always it was always fun though when we when we did have guests on this show to, for them to awkwardly like shimmy behind. That see that sucked. <laughs> and what's more awkward than that is like if I have someone come over here and they're like, what is this? They're like podcasting studio exactly then like i have to explain it like Nothing. i hate telling people like oh, i i have a podcast <laughs> you and everybody else yeah exactly exactly but ours is just better than everybody else's not really uh i mean who else is talking about monuments and then resin yeah <laughs> who else is talking about wyoming being right next to wisconsin yeah what is this geography R- wheelman of geography it could it be. <laughs> it honestly could be. Uh, I need you to do your homework. You need to know all of the 50 states and the capitals. The capitals? I could yeah. do that in like sixth grade, but not anymore, no. Pathetic. And Coach Page's history class, she'd make us fill, fill them all out. And it would just have the 50 states. And a lot of the time, it wouldn't even be like the actual state. It would just be the abbreviation, and then you got to name the capital. It was low-key hard. Not a geography guy. What's capital of Minnesota? St. Paul. Yeah, it is. You're right. That's correct. What's the capital of Wyoming? Cheyenne. Yep, that's correct. Also. Are you sure? Because <laughs> I don't think you're very confident in these. What about Alaska? Juneau. Yep. I do know that one. Well, okay. once you said it, I knew that one. So if I could, I could just say a random city and you'd be like, yep. Hit me with one. Hit me with one. Arkansas. Damn, I was hoping you were going to say Nebraska. Arkansas. Capital of Arkansas is... Come on, man. Oh, uh, oh, uh... Mm, uh, mm, uh. Oh, it's like... Oh, what is it? It's like Fort Smith. No. Arkansas, 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 Arkansas. Uh, chat, help me out. We don't have a chat. We got to hurry up and figure this out because we can't let them go. Are you looking it up? What is it? Do you not know what it is? I thought it was like Fort Smith or something. Little? Huh? Little? Little Rock. Yeah, there you go. Damn, it was that obvious? Yeah. I know Lincoln, Nebraska. What is Texas? Austin. That's easy. Good. I'm from there. Florida. Jacksonville. Tallahassee. Tallahassee. I knew it was not any, like, gosh. So, so far, you're not doing very good. (laughs) All right, hit me with another one. Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. I don't, I have no idea. Madison. Oh, I should know that, dude. Illinois. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> no, it's not Chicago. What is it? I think it's Springfield. It is Springfield. 
Wow. So I think we're going to put a wrap on geography class. And, and that does it for this geography it, section of Wheelman yeah. of Genius. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, might have to wrap the show up after that performance. Um, got anything else you want to talk about? You got anything exciting for Pocono? No, it's just going to be a busy weekend. Uh, a lot of pit crew guys are going to be tired after the Xfinity race. Why? Because they're going to put the truck race, too. It's a doubleheader. Doubleheader. I mean, Pocono is usually not that intense of a race. No. For as far as pit stops, definitely For as not. pit stops. As a fuel guy, it's temperamental, but. I don't know. Tires wear at Pocono. Yeah, but you're not worried about tires. You're worried about gas. Mm, kind of. I mean, gas is obviously gas is always more important for the most part, unless you're at Darlington or Richmond. But I don't know. Tires are wearing pretty good at Pocono these days. One thing I do like about Pocono is when you leave the racetrack on Sunday, you actually get to drive on the racetrack. Yeah. So I'll barrel the the rental car off into turn one at about. Mm. 90 miles an hour. Okay, speaking of turn one, what is your opinion on the number of turns? There's three. That's exactly what I say. All these NASCAR hipsters saying there's six turns need to just... That's a good way to describe them as NASCAR hipsters. I'm going to call Ryan that because he's been pushing the five turns. They need to get the fuck out. Sorry for the the swears, but... He's been pushing the five turns, and I'm like, no. Like him, Darren, Gilliam... Well, they're like... They're like, well, it's based on Milwaukee three and four and Trenton one and two. Well, Trenton one and two also turns around 180 degrees. Milwaukee three and four also turn around 180 degrees. What? It's a 180 degree turn. What are you looking? I mean, what do you? You know geography. I know geometry. So. It's not 180 degrees. If you look at the straightaways, if you took the corner away and took the corners straight into each other where they intersected, the angle would not be 180 degrees because 180 degrees would mean it comes back the exact same way it came. Correct. And those turns are not 180 degrees. The intense hand motions right now are just... Well, because you're looking at me like I'm an idiot. I'm not looking at you like anything. I'm looking at you like a human being. No, you're looking at me like I am an idiot. Milwaukee, it's a 180-degree turn. You go down the back straightaway, and you come back up the front straightaway the opposite direction. Yeah, isn't that every? Same thing as Trenton. Pretty much every oval. Yeah, they are, but Pocono (laughs) is not like that. Right, it's acute. Acute angles. That is correct. But they're arguing since that they are based on the Milwaukee turns that it's two turns, but it's, it's not. It's just a long turn. It's just one continuous long turn. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, it, it all goes back to the three versus five. If it was five, they'd say it has five. It's It has three. So what? Five would be? It'd be one, two, tunnel turn, three, three, four. Or four, five, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's got three turns. It's got three you turns. You want to know why? Because it's a fucking triangle. It's It's been three turns forever. It's always going to be three turns. So Steve Luvender, all those guys are trying to. You guys just need to sell down. Yeah, like, I mean, I get you're trying to be a contrarian and get a viral tweet off, but it has three turns. 
I hate a I hate a, a viral tweet attempt by people, especially in NASCAR, because it's like, oh, I'm gonna say the exact same thing this other guy said. Oh my God, shut up! Like literally, you no suck. One yes, exactly. Like you, you suck. are insufferable. Yes, no one likes you. Like I hate when people just try to bash NASCAR and then everybody piles on like, oh, I'm gonna get so many likes in this tweet because I'm a bash NASCAR. And then when some drivers get in on it and try to act smart, that drives me crazy. I don't know. The whole NASCAR social media space. Did we talk about it last week about how guys like act like they work on their stuff and then don't? Yeah. That's annoying. I know one person, or just act like they do anything. I know one person that went to Wilkesboro when I went up there and I was weed-eating all day. I went up there with Chris Buescher and I was weed-eating all day. One particular Xfinity driver, current Xfinity driver, showed up for an hour, took a picture, and then left. And then posted how they were working at Wilkesboro. Oh, my God, did that piss me off. Big time. Do I know this person? I mean, he's a pretty... Uh, uh, do I know of this person, or, or do I know this person? You don't know this person, but you know of this person for sure. I mean, gotcha. it's a full-time Xfinity driver. I'll tell you when we're done. All right. And it's the same thing. There was a, a particular... Guy, I won't say who, but I knew his crew chief who would come into the shop at like midnight when they were all still busting ass and then go in there and take a picture like he was in there working on it and then leave. There's a lot of that. That's so whack, dude. Like, oh my gosh. That's yeah. terrible. Like, yeah. that is terrible. That's the lamest thing you could possibly do. Yeah, talk about team morale. Yeah. I mean, and then act like you're the only one. Like, he would act like he was the only one in there working. He would tell the guys, hey, get get out of this picture I'm going to take. <laughs> and then post it. And then post it. He's the only one there working. That's brutal. That's why none of his guys liked him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think on that note. Yeah, we're going to have to call it. Sorry to end it with some uh, nice complaining and little. Complimented Captain. Complaino. Yep. That's both of us. I haven't had a carb since 2004. And that's just me. Uh, well, that's going to do it for Wheelman of Genius, episode 37. Uh, we'll see y'all next week after Pocono. Make sure to leave a five-star review. And, yeah. Post subscribe. your pictures of the United States yeah. identifying let's the states and the capitals. Let's see who's got that geography. Bailey will post one. I'm going to hold him to it. Yeah, he will. All right. See y'all later. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.